0: Online and on your mobile, from the UK to the world, this is Diverse FM. Hello, in this season, we have talked a lot regarding the difficulties brought in by the pandemic. And finding jobs is one of them. For many graduates, like me, um, it is more difficult than ever to get into the industry and kickstart their careers. Um, So this week, let's talk about jobs, shall we? Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Robin and Friends a weekly podcast featuring stories, ideas, and opinions from around the world.
0: I'm Robin of Robin and Friends. You're always welcome to get in touch and tell me your opinions on this. Are you a recent graduate struggling to find a job? Are you recently losing your job because of the pandemic? Find us on social media at Onnet on Twitter and at DevZFM on Weibo. Email me DevZFM at foxmail.com and visit the homepage DevZFM.weebly, which is W-E-E-B-L-Y. Welcome. So Rubbing and friends. In this episode, I'm joined by my friend Sneha um, for the first time ever, I think, in the podcast. Hello, Sneha. Hi, Robin. Thanks for having me. It's been so long since we spoke. It is, actually. I'm just feeling so sad, so sorry about that because as friends, we should talk. But again, we haven't spoken for at least um, like two months since last time we saw each other in a kind of a firewall party for one of our friends going back to Hong Kong.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. That was the last time we spoke, and yeah, it's now. So I'm glad that this podcast happened. <laughs> I'm glad to have a chance to talk
0: to you because we are kind of like in the similar situation, are we? Um, trying to find a job yeah, in in different country definitely. as a foreigner. Um, tell me, tell me about your your current situation. Uh, I heard that your job seeking journey is not going very well. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, not at all. because uh, like as soon as I completed my dissertation, I was like so excited to like just apply for jobs. I, I at least took like you know days to you know, work on my resume and then I literally went around Cardiff to you know at least find part-time jobs so that you know I can at least do something over here. but then there are no part-time jobs and when it comes to journalism, there are not much opportunities. So, even if there are many, like whatever I applied, you know, like there are no responses. And of course, part time jobs, it's not working much because the bu- businesses are not running well enough to get one. And yeah, it's like crazy. Like Wales goes into the lockdown, then they lift up the lockdown, and like it- it's very uncertain. Like, you never know what's going to happen next. Like, hmm. though you apply for so many jobs, at so many places like nothing's happening nothing's coming back there are no responses
0: yeah uh, and the one thing yeah. that makes the job to seeking even more difficult for boseo nine um is that we are foreigners so you are from india
1: exactly and from
0: china yeah and we need like visa sponsorship which is kind of like a certificate to enable us to um to work for a certain company are longer after our current student visa expires, and that's it. Is not yeah. it's not a very it's not a very complicated procedure as far as I understand. But again, that really stops some mm. of the companies to even consider our applications.
1: Yeah, because uh, now our visa, like my visa, expires this Ma this March twenty twenty one, and before and to extend my visa, I will need a like you know a sustainable job like the company will have to give me a proper letter you know through which my visa will be extended and if I don't have a job I cannot stay here anymore so yeah we actually need a reason to stay here and now that there are not much job opportunities I I don't think you know uh, there's any way out for that mm.
0: and, and one thing that I think both of you and I have kind of like agreed on is to it's generally yeah. the job market is is just kind of dried up isn't it like the um the entry level job yeah. for graduates is is very much little like not it's not only just for us yeah. it's for everyone isn't it
1: yeah it's very little and also like we coming from a broadcast background we are more looking for you know broadcasting opportunities which i feel is comparatively lesser than you know uh, than those who are into you know writings or freelancing uh, you know. Uh, so yeah, I I compare. I feel that broadcast opportunities are more less than the print media. Mm. What do you think about? Well, it?
0: I, I think it's generally the case. Um, before I tell you my my thinking on this, just tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself, about your background. So, what what did you study, and what kind of jobs are you looking for?
1: Uh, so we did like now we specialize in broadcasting, right? So mm. now I'm most more looking for you know reporting. Or something related to video producing, editing, and something like that mm, I think uh, even if it is not into journalism, something you know something related to documentary filmmaking. Or anything related
0: to broadcasting. Yeah, uh, as you just mentioned, the the broadcast jobs is much less than the print jobs. I am looking at a um a internship uh, in a publishing company. It's a book company publishing mm-hmm. books and online audio books and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. I'm looking at the jobs they have, um and I was because because I was looking at the job application on LinkedIn, and on that website mm-hmm. you can see uh just generally how many people apply for their job like. 250 people apply for one position. This is how crazy it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. this is how crazy it is. And and sometimes your application might just get unnoticed or maybe, you know, like just get hidden and in, in, amid so many people when, especially in this pandemic, because, you know, also like the responses which I get from the applications, it's like uh, uh, your application cannot be considered because you already have too many applications. What does that mean? You know, something like that. Yeah something like that and that's, that's just so disappointing like uh, after like you know doing the best course from the best university you still have to strive so hard to find a uh, you know find a job that you would want to do and especially in a foreign country uh, it's like very difficult now because it's, it has become more difficult because of this pandemic I feel. Yeah. I, or it's, I think if things were normal I think at least we would be able to crack an internship at least. But now I don't see even that happening or because even the part time jobs are not, you know, accessible. Like we you can't even get a small part time job at a small local store in Cardiff. Even that's become so difficult.
0: Yeah, I I think you're really right about about that. Cause I um you know I'm applying jobs for myself. I'm applying for jobs for. I think I started the journey officially back in May. Now it's November when we're recording this, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like six months it's on. I'm still struggling to find a job. I got a few interviews. um. So my the sort of first interview I got was back in August. So it takes me like three months to getting to get an interview at all, and then it, of course it was unsuccessful. And after that we've been. Still applying, getting some interviews, chatting with the um, the bosses and the HR people from the companies. I don't know for a couple of times, and still I'm struggling. Because recently I went for an interview in a uh, really cool small radio station. Um, it's a lovely one, Uh-oh. and they have a programming assistant position available, and I was selected for kind of like entering the uh, the second round thing which is going really far, considering yeah. my previous experiences, and I'm, I'm having too much help, so much help with that. And the interview was going personally. I feel like it's really good. Like we were, um, me and the big boss of the station had a great chat, and we um, talked about radio station. It, it is and the radio industry in general. Uh, however, it was still unsuccessful, mm. um, and I haven't been given a reason why I'm successful. I mean, they must have their reasons doing that, but. It just makes yeah. me feel really, really sad. And that kind of the mental, mental health issue, the mental pressure, bringing to people is is huge, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's huge because uh, because like after doing a course, you become confident about your work. You know, you can do the stuff. And then when when you when you keep getting like rejections after rejections, you kind of feel like you know what's lacking, or is it is it like? Is it like we are lacking in something, or is it the job opportunities? Yeah, of course they might have the reasons, but then yeah, the the situation has made it worse mm. because uh, because first if if you would get rejected in one thing, you would have ten other options, but now there are like hardly three options, and all the three are just like gone.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think one thing. Yeah, I said exactly that's the case. I I think getting lots of rejection letters. Um, I'm not sure how many did you get, but I got like. Seventy, probably that much, over seventy different kind of like rejection letters.
1: You at least got a revert back. I did not even get a response. Yeah, so, some some of apply. them. Yeah,
0: that's one thing. Some of some of these companies I apply for just can't be bothered to give me a, a rejection letter even to update me what's happening afterwards. But again, what I'm trying to say is all these rejection letters given to me, really, mm-hmm. I mean, it did make me feel sad for the, for the first thing because it's unsuccessful and secondly you know it, it gave me a chance to doubt myself whether I am I am good or not I mean all my friends are telling that I'm good doing radio and being a journalist yeah, all that stuff you are. I, 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 of course you are as well Sneha but I'm just trying to say it gave me a lot of kind of thoughts saying, am I really good? Am I really a- as good as I think I am? And that's kind of a risky thought because if that happened, I could be less confident in either writing a cover letter or um, presenting in an interview, online interview um, with the HR people or the big boss of the stations. Um, and that's, that can be detected. It's like you, only if I have like slightly, just a very tiny bit of not really being confident about myself. It could be detected by the HR people and they could easily reject me because of that. I think it's quite risky. But again, w- there's nothing we can do because go- getting a rejection letter is something we want because at least I want to know what's happening um, in terms of not being responded at all compared with some of the other companies. And if, I, if we are actually getting that, the kind of feelings really sad sound- And the mental health issue, as I mentioned again, I had a little bit uh, mental breakdown recently last week um oh. because uh, you, just the, uh, the application i mentioned just now that that small station i went through an interview stage and then i wasn't successful just at the final stage and that's like you know hit huge hit to me like i have so much hope for it i'm not sure if you have experienced that i mean they putting too much hope in one position is quite uh quite tricky isn't
1: it <laughs> Yeah, actually, actually, yeah. That's why you know I like whatever applications I you know applied for. I did not expect too much from it because somewhere you know like we did attend a BBC workshop. Like you know they they actually spoke about the job opportunities and careers. I'm not sure if you attended that. So in from after attending that, I actually knew that you know the market is not so good right now. Like it's not open for much opportunity, So wherever I applied, I was. I was in fact sure that, okay, I might not get a response back because yeah, so uh, so I did not reach to a stage where you, because yeah, uh, I think you've experienced more because you actually went to the interview and you expected a lot out of it and it just didn't go well. Mm. So uh, yeah, but for me, uh, people didn't respond back at all. And also I didn't expect them that I would get a revert back. So it was not much, but it was actually very sad because I didn't know what else to do. And after sending so many applications, you know, it's not like I did not expect like uh, like from everything. I at least thought, okay, one or two might just come back or maybe something I'll be able to do. But yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing happening at all. And yeah, at a point of time, you do break down, like now, like. It's been like even I started my applying from August end. Like after as soon as the dissertation got over, and now it's November and nothing's happening. Now I'm like becoming homesick. It's like I have nothing to do because we've had a, a year of an interns journalism course. We used to work on stories each day, and today we have like you know like uh, it's like we are not doing anything because there's lockdown. You cannot go out. You cannot do this like. All you can do is like just apply for jobs, wait wait, and have patience. But it's like getting too much now. So it's like, yeah, I'm getting homesick. Yeah,
0: I, I know that feeling totally because you're in Cardiff and the world went into the 17-day brick lockdown quite, quite earlier compared yeah. with the in England. And, and many shops are, sh- uh, are shut and you have to stay at home. And then you got nothing to do like um apart from like anxiously waiting for the uh, results for the application and then getting homesick I got the homesick from the, from day one I'm in the UK like I'm a huge kind of homeboy just being so attached to um to my family to home yeah. and I miss them and again being in London gave me a chance to go out and see more like beautiful places and see some museums that really helps me to be less homesick and focused on mm. job replication when I need to but you know it's kind of the situation where I am at the moment at the same time finding it really difficult I still got a few like podcasts got online radio shows got a bit of um like news reading mm. the bits and bobs going on in my life so it's not entirely um bored but on the other hand it's it's really hard it's really difficult Another thing that I want to yeah. talk to you about this uh, job-seeking journey, as you mentioned, we started in Cardiff University, which is one of the um, best universities providing the journalism courses mm. in the UK. Um, yeah. Do you think that it really helps you? I mean, do you think it helps you to find a job afterwards, like career services um, and career help from the university? Do you think they helped? Uh,
1: no, I actually tried reaching out to them, but then, I did not get like a proper response. Maybe because I I because of the lockdown, I think they were not working or something. I don't know. I did drop in mails, but I did not get a proper revert back. Uh, so yeah, like but yeah, like only thing which I found useful was you know our mentors they used to post some uh, vacancies or something on on our Facebook page. So that was the only thing which I found was helpful, you know, in, in terms of searching for vacancies. Uh, apart from that, uh, I think it's it's just the course and it's just like what we can do, you know, it's like uh, like we have to do it on our own. Mm. And that's how it is, I think. Mm.
0: I, I had a bit of, uh, I think, like a conversation with the career team back in June and they helped me looking mm. up to my um, CV. Give me a lot of suggestions mm. on CV and also looked at for my one of my cover letters. So, so I think they helped me um to some way shape or form. And as and actually as you mentioned, COVID things making everything more difficult than than it should be, and it might be the reason why they couldn't help much because if there is very much yeah. little jobs openings in the market, they couldn't create a job for us. It's like more more the more thing they could do the more thing they could do is just to help us be more connected. But with the uh, job market, yeah. it's totally in a disaster situation i would say
1: yeah i think it's not anybody's fault yeah. over here i just think it's it, it, it's the coronavirus to be blamed because it has like made the situation so worse that there are no jobs at all like mm. even if we were capable of getting an opportunity now it's like you know the chances are like very thin like you know yeah. very thin and
0: also we talked talk a little bit about because we mentioned the homesickness and before we're recording this episode i'm asking her uh, what you're thinking about so you're saying you're considering going home
1: Yes, yes. Because uh, I've been trying to apply for jobs and also like a few days back, like I, I really feel like even now I'm feeling like I'll go back home and also I've got, I'm have got, i doing a small internship with an Indian organization. It's basically a welfare organization. So, uh, so I'm just like keeping myself sane because I'm doing something and not just like, you know, sitting idle at home because that would be even more difficult. So that is like you know working with them like for a while now it's like keeping my, uh, keeping me a bit sane. But now yeah, because I can, now I don't see any opportunities coming up. and also as you told you know as a foreign first foreign reporter in a foreign land, uh, it, it, it's really difficult for us to crack a job so soon and it's already been more than three to four months that we are here and nothing's happening. So I just thought that it would be better if I go back to my country and search something over there, you know, that would be better than, you know, just being without the job, without the practical experience for a long time. I think going back and doing something over there would be more fruitful than to, you know, just, you know, uh, because you never know when. Uh, England might you know come back uh, come back from the lockdown when the cases would be under control when you might get the job opportunities or not it's like it's like everything uncertain because uh, yeah and also uh, the confidence you also mentioned like how you know the rejection letters would just you know uh, breaks you down and you become less confident so I, I really don't want to reach to that stage that. Uh, you know i feel that i cannot do this you know i just don't want to do this anymore so before i, before I reach that stage it's better that i go back to my country and uh, get a, get at least you know some some job over there if possible also in my country it's very difficult to get jobs now because yeah people because these are the days where people who have jobs are also losing their jobs
0: mm, i mean it is difficult to get a job anywhere in the world at moments at least on this planet yeah
1: um, actually but at least i would have an advantage of being with my family and maybe try something yeah because uh, at least i wouldn't not i would not be an international over there you know so the chances are more that I track something.
0: Exactly, because you are the citizen of India. So if you go back to your home country to find jobs, you can get actually much more chances. And obviously you don't need to worry about um, the visa thing. So I think that's kind of like a big advantage compared to finding jobs in the UK. And after all, I think the uncertainty, the work you mm. mentioned, the uncertainty is one of the biggest reasons why Many left, so, yeah. because usually, um, I know in many other years, many students after graduating will be staying here to find jobs, Like you tried to do it for a few months before they decided to yeah. leave. But this year, many students just left immediately after graduation. I, I guess, because one thing is because they miss their family. Another thing is they have kind of sort of predicted the, the future is going to be very difficult and tough for yeah, foreign students in the UK to find jobs.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they 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 easily predicted that, whereas we still had hope. Like it's okay, we will try. Let's let's just not give up hope. Let's just stay. And you know, it, it was just the hope that kept us staying over here. And yeah, but that thing seems to be happen.
0: Yeah, I know. I I, I have I totally understand the feeling you have. I just want to ask you finally for this uh, for this episode, do you feel kind of sad, regret, or disappointed? about your journey in the UK this year since you are considering going home? No,
1: no, actually not at all. I do not feel regretted at all. In fact, I uh, in fact, I feel blessed that, you know, our course, were, like before the pandemic, Like I, I think our course was almost over. Like because uh, our Wales went into lockdown, I think around April, right, if I'm not wrong. So I think half of our course was almost over, and at least we got to experience things which you know people this year might not be able to experience. The course in the university was so good; like we at least got to uh, get onto the field, report the real story. So I'm happy that I was able to do that. Uh, but yeah, I w- I'm like I'm only sad for the part that you know uh, this this year was such a bad year to graduate that you know having so much of time in the uk like having like more than 4 to 5 months in the uk and i was not even able to you know crack a job or crack a even small internship so i i, I just blame it to the situation because yeah this year has been yeah overall uh, the starting of the year went really well but yeah these few days especially after the dissertation the job searching the job hunting you know phase was bad And I don't regret anything. It's just that, uh, yeah, this year was just a bad year to graduate because of the lack of job opportunities that we see now.
0: I wish you all the best, Sneha, um, whether you're going to stay here for a bit longer or going home very soon. I wish you all the best and I hope you could find the job you wanted to very much soon. Um, I, I have all my confidence in you, Sneha. You know that, do you? Um, you will be able to do whatever you want to do back in India, for sure. Just need, You just need some time. Thanks,
1: Robin. Time. Wish you the same. Uh, I'm sure you'll crack a job soon, too.
0: Thank you so much, Sneha. Uh, lovely to have a chat with you. Um, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank
0: you Robin. That's had my friends online. Um in, she, she's now in the UK in Cardiff but she's about to going back home um to India and and we just have a chat about the um, funny job in the UK. This is a podcast from Diverse FI. You can tell it is not a very I mean it's a pleasant conversation but it's not a really positive one because both um she and I um are struggling with jobs in the UK at the moment. Um I don't know. I mean, I talked to my friends and my many of my friends just told me to hang in there just to hang in for a little bit more um, weeks or months. Um, I've got, still got like four months on my own visa until March because we're, when we're recording this, I mean, um, it is in November. I have no idea how long this is going to take and I have no idea whether I'm going to find a job or not. As Neha was saying um, in the previous conversation, the uncertainty is one thing that I really don't like, like because it really kills me. Like gradually, in terms of mental health and in terms of personal confidence, but I guess for some reasons, I think it was the time I'm trying to struggling with with all this job application here in this country. I have lost pressures from my family. Um, it's not because my mom and dad not supporting me; they do, but it's just sometimes, um, they all was worrying about out in my house, um, in terms of COVID, but also my mental health, in terms of pressure and the stress, but also. They feel like if I'm going home, I can be t- taken good care of, or better care of at least, <laughs> rather than struggling here, um, not being able to cook the favourite food I like. I just don't cook. <laughs> so I think that's kind of struggle, a struggle and difficult time for many. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear from you. So if you are struggling with jobs, you don't have to be a foreigner to join the conversation. Um, if you are a native speaker, native from your own country, still struggling with jobs, let me know, let's have a chat. Just tell me what you think and I'd be more than happy to share your stories with everyone listening to the podcast. Until then, bye-bye.
1: Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website diversefm.weebly.com or email diverse.fm at foxmail.com Until next time.
0: This is Diverse FM.